Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful podcast. And it's your girl, Chris Cash. And, and Iris. Oops, sorry. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm joined with my co-host, Iris. You guys can't see her on live, but <laughs> you can definitely tune in and hear her when she comes on. Um, Iris, can you give your social media handle? Um, you can find me on Instagram at O-I-R-I-S. That's O-H-I-R-I-S. All right. And, of course, you know you can find me at Chris Cash BC. And we have a few topics to handle. But first, let's say, how have you been a new year since we last spoke? Man. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you don't sound too happy about this. My new year starts in February. I say this pretty much every – January is usually, like, a little rough and transition-y for me. I'm still, like, trying to purge things. I'm still trying to, like, get in the zone. And technically, since my birthday in February, it's really my new year anyway. So um, we still um, in in progress right Mm -hmm. now. So as far as I'm concerned, this is just like still 2018. So um, I'll be in 2019 next month. I'll see y'all there. I feel you. I'm still writing 18 (laughs) sometimes on the paper. (laughs) I'm like trying to write down the date and stuff. But for me... So far, this new year has been good. I know for, at least in my space, most of my transitions happened at the end of December. So I was working out the kinks during that time. And I'm also starting a new position at work. So this is kind of, yeah, I'm now the external affairs coordinator. So anything going outward from my committee, that's usually me. But um, yeah, so... Um, I've been working, like trying to excel in work, just making sure everything I have going is good for me, setting up um, situations to set me up for the rest of the year, which brings me on to like how I've been plotting out my goals. Like I'm not somebody who usually writes things down or has like a good record of things I need to do. So one of my personal goals was to be more active in remembering things by being more active of keeping track of things. 
So if I have an event or if I have somewhere to be, I write it down so I'm not double booking myself because I mm. tend to do that a lot. And it's not that I'm being an asshole and I just don't want to, you know, have a time where I'm like really plotting like the events I commit to. But I just don't be remembering that I commit to multiple things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just something I noticed in myself that I know I wanted to fix in the new years. Do you have anything that you wanted to fix in the new year? Oh, boy, do I. I was actually just um, thinking about this since my, I'm starting my new year next month. Um, I was thinking about all of the things that I want to like get together and the things that I want to accomplish for 2019. Mm-hmm. And I really, I was just randomly thinking, I really want to pick up a hobby, like some, a t- some type of hobby that's like purely leisurely, like to something that I can decompress because I feel like I'm just, just like work. I feel like I'm just like work, turn up, work, turn up. I feel like there's nothing like for me to, I don't have any like chill in between type things. So I really want to pick up some sort of hobby. I really want to, um, cause now I'm going to be at my job a year in March and I really want to, um, when being at like dove right in and I'm on like these committees and these, um, mm-hmm. these councils and things. So I'm kind of just leverage some of that, the seeds that I've been plant planting to, um, move forward. Uh, uh and, and, um, that I say every year, last year I tried to have a planner. And that mm-hmm. was a dub. I used that planner until <laughs> I used that planner until right after my birthday. And it was just like, Ooh, well, it was a real nice planner too. But, um, yeah, you know, just try, and I started using the Google, I started actually using the calendar in my phone because I mm-hmm. never really used the calendar in my phone. And I would be in the same um, situation where I would end up like double and triple booking myself for things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, let me get my, um, let me get my shit together and actually use this calendar in my phone since I'm on my phone all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So just stuff like that. Uh, yeah. See me, <laughs> I started using the phone calendar just off a of habit. Like it kind of like overflow from work because a lot of the things yeah. I schedule tend to be an outlook and things like that. So I'm like, all right. And it goes straight to my work phone. So it's like, mm-hmm. damn, this is really convenient. I know where I'm supposed to be when I have to be there. Right. It's a little 45-minute reminder. So if I did forget, it's like, okay, I have enough time to adjust my schedule. But right. for me, I'm trying to break away of using my phone so much because I realized that I'm always on my fucking phone and I'm, like, not trying to be one of those mm-hmm. people. I even see myself, like, I'm like, why am I on my phone right now? Like, I'm having a good time, but mm-hmm. it's like I'm almost addicted to the shit. So I've been, like, trying to break away. So I've been using the um, the bullet journal method. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, created by this guy named Ryder Carroll, where basically um, he has, like, certain symbols mean certain things, and you could just jot yeah. down. Mm-hmm whatever it is, like, did in there and then sort it out later. And for me, that method has really worked. The only thing I have to get used to is actually putting it down on paper. Like, I don't carry around a fucking journal all the time. Right. So, I mean, he has a backup app, but the thing about the app is if you don't do it within, like, 12 hours, the shit disappears. So he's, like, forcing you to get off your phone Um. and be more tangible. 
which I like, at least for me, like I say, I'm trying to not be engaged in my phone so much, but it's kind of hard because it's such an integral part of a like right. life. <laughs> like I communicate everything through text. Like my mom texts me, my, my job texts me, like I'm getting an email, I'm getting an alert. And I'm just like, damn, I'm really like, I don't know. I guess this might sound crazy, but I was watching that new Black Mirror where you had to control oh, the man. Snatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, damn, I'm low-key living Black Mirror right now. Like, uh, my phone is telling me what I need to do, what I need to look like, what I need to, like, what I find fun. I'm like, hold up. I don't fuck with none of this shit. Like, why am I doing this? So that's just something that I've been <laughs> dealing with. With me, it's like my phone, I kind of just like accept that my phone is just part of because I get these ideas where like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna like leave my phone like at home or something for there, like leave it alone. And it's like the thing is, it's not really my phone that's the issue is social media, namely Instagram. I have a problem like mm-hmm. at this point. And a lot of people do. They don't. Well, they realize that they know it, but they're not really doing anything about it. Like me but I'm like I need to cut back because why is that like the first thing I'm looking at in the morning or like why is that between between mm-hmm. freaking um Instagram and group me I'm just oh like, my god the shit is just so fucking addictive and I'm yeah. like like and I get on group me sometimes I'm like why the fuck am I even arguing with y'all <laughs> niggas right now like oh. what am I doing like not necessarily like because I'm a part of a lot of groups that it has great conversation but when I get into those mm-hmm. high tense value moments I'm like why am I why am I holding so much onto this and just like how why is this so like integral to my life even Instagram like you said like snapping everything right. I'm like, i gotta show the world this this is dope like it's like damn am i missing it am i taking it all in like i hope i'm not but at the same time i do want here's my thing. Okay, friends so here, to see the shit <laughs> here's the thing about that and here's my issue with that or not not issue with it because i don't necessarily find that to be an issue because I, I'm, like, super nostalgic. Like, I love to be able to, like, look back on mm-hmm. stuff and be like, wow, this was great. And, like, I don't necessarily think that that takes away from what you experience in the moment. Because it, at the end of the day, like, what's in the moment is so much richer and so much more, like, multidimensional than what you're able to capture right, right. on your phone but at the same time that like just capturing like a certain thing or like looking back at a certain picture it can bring back all of those memories of when you actually were in the moment mm-hmm. so i think that they work hand in hand so i don't necessarily think because a lot of people try to downplay on all that shit and be like oh be present be in the moment oh when you're like looking at you i'm over here just like that's some bullshit because first of all it took me three seconds to make this post and then i put my phone in my pocket and got back to it like right. i'm trying to act like it was not that deep. It's not, I don't think it's taking away from anything. I think it's more so like, I think, well, for me, being like super nostalgic, like I like to have that like there in the archives, mm-hmm. be able to like look back. Like, let's say I'm like feeling down one day or like I'm missing some of my friends or something right. like that. I can be like, back oh. and, and yeah, and that'll like trigger like the feelings and the emotions of the time. So, 
For me, I don't think it's that big of an issue to be like documenting. Cause I know when I was going on vacation, mm-hmm. part of me first thought like, oh, I'm gonna try to like disconnect and like completely be off my phone. Then I was like, hold up, I'm going to a foreign country by myself. <laughs> I need to relax and stop it. Like, I can't. Like, this just ain't the 90s. What you doing? The world. This is like my first time. Like, like this is exactly. So, um, so then I'm over like, I'm fucking recording. I'm going to like, it's back. And, and I like that. I, I, I enjoy that aspect of it. Mm, yeah I just I don't know I kind of try I'm trying to get like more into like being off the grid (laughs) not necessarily but it's like I feel like now there's a lot of people who are just buzzkills like they just want to ruin everything that's fun and great like and I just don't understand it's like yo okay say like the Instagram oh you're not living in the moment you can't have one moment without technology. It's like, bro, technology made my life so much easier. I'm not looking at a fucking map. I'm going on ways, and this is how I get places. I'm not bringing out my compass. Like, who the fuck uses that? I can't even tell you where North is. Like, I'm going to be 100 with you. If I'm standing outside, I'm going to look at my phone. <laughs> like, and I just think a lot of times we get in, like, caught up in this whole notion that being advanced and I say advanced in the sense of technology or using what's easier for us be like a a negative like it doesn't always have to be a negative now I do agree that some people get consumed with that shit and they're like hermits and they sit around, right. mm-hmm. don't have no friends, can't even have a normal conversation, but can text you. Like, I think that shit is weird. So I definitely think there needs to be like a balance. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, right. I like the fact that I have an app that tells me when a flight is cheap and I can go book it. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you. Because now I don't have to spend bad bread. Like, I just really think it's like moderation. Also, just people. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely moderation. And also some people just want to be contrarian because they feel like it makes them look superior to other people. And it's really fucking annoying. Like, It's so fucking annoying. (laughs) Because it's like, why are you, why are you so mad about what somebody else is doing? That's not affecting you in the least bit. Like, in the least bit. I know somebody who does it for fun. Like, and I just be like, why are you doing this sometimes? Like, why? Why? You don't even believe none of this shit. Like, you're Bruh, that's about. my bi- biggest pet peeve. Like, those just want to be devil's advocate for the fuck of it, motherfuckers. Like, I can't stand that shit. Like, it gets on my last nerve. And I'm like, yo, do you really believe this? No, I'm just doing that because everybody else is saying this. Like, what? Like, right. So you want to exactly. argue about a point that you don't even believe in? Okay. Bruh, sounds like people just love to me. <laughs> some people just love arguing. I'm like, bruh, I can't. I don't know that life. I don't know that. I can't relate to that. I don't feel that. Like, why you just want to argue just to that's hella energy mm-hmm. exerted for no reason. And negative energy at that. It's not exactly. making anyone feel good. 
except maybe you in a weird sick twisted way sick but i just really feel like like nah that's just not cool it's not fun (laughs) cut that shit out so that brings me to my next topic just dealing with mental health in general so i know recently for me i've been dealing with like bouts of depression just like feeling depressed i won't say like depression Mm -hmm. because like that's clinically diagnosed and things like that and i haven't been clinically diagnosed but i don't know like i don't know if it's the weather i don't know if it's because it's cold (laughs) like but i just been having moments where i feel sad as fuck and i'm Mm -hmm. like yo this is not me i'm never like this (laughs) i'm usually the one that's like Yo, get out of bed, do X, Y, and Z. Like, and I'm here just laying there like, no, I'd rather chill. I don't feel like doing this. Like, nah. I think it may. Well, the weather does affect us. The lack of sun and everything it does. Um, spending less time outside, it does impact us. Um, I know for me, it's I've been feeling very anxious mm-hmm. lately. Um, and I don't know what it is because I, I do drink some caffeine Mm -hmm. um i love coffee i love energy drinks i keep it to like one a day like one coffee a day i'll do energy drink on a weekend like before i'm about to go out if it's been Mm -hmm. a long day and i need a second boost Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking like like, i'm like yo do i gotta cut back on the caffeine do i want to try to put cbd oil in my coffee like what am Mm -hmm. i gonna try to do because like my anxiety has been like like rampant and i'm just like yo what the heck am i supposed to do about this like right i'm looking up supplements that you're supposed to take to help um to help ease uh anxiety because that's pretty much where i've been like struggling or so Mm -hmm. being feeling because i i won't say i have an anxiety disorder but i will say that i am i can be an anxious person like there have been several times when i'm just like if there's like a lot going on like a lot of hustle and like a bustle and i don't feel like i know exactly what's going on or i feel like a little lost in the sauce Mm-hmm. I start getting really, really anxious. And then I just like need to take a minute to like get my affairs in order mentally so that mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I can, you know, move forward. Yeah, I think, <laughs> and this is like something that I kind of noticed. I really think I have adult ADD. And it wasn't until like my thoughts mm-hmm. started impacting what I did socially, like my fuck ups. Like, cause I'm like, all right, if I fuck up with school, it's because I just ain't want to do that shit. <laughs> or if I fuck up with work, it's like, uh, I really mm-hmm. didn't care because it's like work. But it's like things that I actually want to do. Now I'm fucking that up. Yeah, this is a problem. <laughs> like, I'm mm, really like, I'm yeah. really, like super forgetful. And my mind just be all over the place. So I was like, yo, I need to find ways to like combat that. And kind of like you said, energy drinks make you anxious. They do kind of like the res- like reverse for me. Like if I take like a Red Bull and like say like in the morning or some shit, mm-hmm. it will calm me down to where I need to be throughout the day, which is mad weird. So I'm like, yo, I think mm-hmm. I really have like adult ADD. And the only reason I learned about that because one of my friends has ADD and he's like, well, if you don't want to take no pills, just try drinking caffeine like at first. Really? That That's could like help you. Yeah. He was like, yeah, my doctor used to tell me like drink a Coke or something or like get like a energy huh. drink, like a monster. So I'm like, okay. Hmm. And I've been doing that and honestly, the shit works. So I'm like, why? People asking me like, why are you drinking Coke at 
10 a.m. I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to <laughs> calm myself down. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely interesting. But it was like, for me, like me realizing that was checking my mental health. Like something's mm-hmm. not right. I felt like I needed to find ways to either A, do it naturally or eventually get professional help or something. But of mm-hmm. course, I'm going to try my natural remedies first or things I can do at home, like sleep mm-hmm. more, eat better. And I just yeah. feel like if you are investing in everything else, like whether it be fun, like leisure, anything like that, even you know, the roof over your head, I feel like you should invest in your mental health or just personal health in general. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, what you, what you paying rent for if your body doesn't live to see the next day? Like, right. <laughs> You paying rent for a carcass that's not even, oh, I said a carcass, but like a body that's not even going to make it to see all the work that you're putting in. So like overworking yourself, I think it's crazy. Like I look work. at some people who surround themselves around work, which is fine if that's really what drives you. But if it all ended today, like, is that all you got? Right. I don't know. I think it kind of goes hand in hand. So like, and not just like your mental health, but also your physical health. Like mm-hmm. I may not be the most fit person, but I'm not going to be out of breath walking up the steps. Like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to be walking up a flight of stairs and then you hear me go, <gasps> like that's a problem. <laughs> like, that is a problem. Or I'm not drinking water. Like you've seen that um, thing going around on social media. It's like, I'm, 32 and I don't drink no water look at my skin I saw something like that I'm like um you need water though like yeah like crazy like they said um I think young Miami and um oh yeah she did that whole I saw that video I saw that video like what she just looked dumb it's like okay what are you what are you saying like what are you skin still flawless I'm like but sis how your kidneys look and also, how old is she? Because... She's like, I think she's 25. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're not going to be 25 forever, sis. Like, Right. It, like, you're a grown-ass person. Like, drinking water is essential. Like, I get cases of water sent to me monthly. Like, that shit matters to me. Listen, I got this good Brita. What up? Because I, t- I was never taking cases of water up these stairs. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom told me to invest in the bread. I was like, you know what? I need to because I'm tired of buying this bread. <laughs> bottle yeah, water. Yeah, all that plastic. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a situation where I had to contact Essentia because, like, they fucking filled the, the water up to the brim. So every <laughs> time I would open it, it would splash me. <laughs> so I was like, yo, can I drink my water without being wet? So I sent them a letter. <laughs> And they sent me a case oh. of water that wasn't filled to the brim. So I said, yo, this is a problem. Like, it was like that for, like, two cases. I said, hell no. I'm emailing y'all niggas. I'm tired of this shit. Like, why am I getting wet every time I open a bottle of water? <laughs> and I wasn't even opening it fast. I was trying to do it slow and just be like, <laughs> like clearly overfilled. Like, that's an issue. All right. So. New Year, so we talk about New Year's resolutions and things like that. So one of my um, sayings for the New Year is keep it a bean 2019. 
And I'm just trying to live more honestly. Mm-hmm. And even like, I don't know, I generally, be, I am a, like an honest person. I do catch myself telling like white lies and shit like that, but I'm just not lying to nobody no more. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it is what it is. I don't want to do something. I'm like, look, yo, I don't want to do it. That I'm not, not going to make it an excuse. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how I wish I could be there because if I wanted to be there, I would. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, nah, I'm done with that. Like, Everything I'm saying is 100. Whether it be good or bad, you just going to take it as is. Because I've learned it's like, when you live more honestly, like, it comes back to you. Like, it, I feel like people are more real with you than mm-hmm. you're real with others. So I was like, that is one of my main focuses, just to be more honest with myself, more honest with my friends. It's like, yo, I don't, I don't feel like I'm obligated to do that shit. <laughs> no, no. Right. I yeah like I think that a lot of people have issues with the whole you know like saying no thing mm-hmm. I personally have never had that issue with <laughs> saying no for something I actually didn't want to do because I really like if some shit feels like a burden to me then mm-hmm. I'm just like I gotta deal with enough shit in my life that are that's burden so I'm not gonna take like take on additional burdens mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that um, that's also really important because you need to maintain yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that you're um, 100 percent. So not just like making like withdrawals from Mm -hmm. yourself and um, yeah, not making withdrawals from yourself. So then you're depleted when it comes down to do things that you actually want to do. Right. Exactly. And I just, I don't know. I feel like the the more you hold back and say, like, you pretend like this is something you really want to, you get stuck in a situation where you start to feel more uncomfortable. And that could have all right. been nipped in the bud, like, head on, had you said, you know what? I really don't want to do this. I'm going to put my foot down and I'm not even going to go through this path. Like, mm-hmm. And also, like, to just piggyback off of that, like, I've had situations where I've seen people fake in front of certain people for, like, I don't know, say it'd be like, oh, I want to make friends with this this group, so I have to act this way. Or I have to go buy these designer shoes because this group is wearing those designer shoes, shit like that. And I'm like, yo, why are you faking to be somebody's friend? If you really wanted to be, if they wanted to be your friend, it wouldn't even matter. Like, it's not we the are. shoes. It's not the faking that's the reason why they don't want to be your friend. That's what I'm saying. We are entirely too old to be doing that shit. Like, mm-hmm. we are entirely too old to be doing that shit. Right. Keep it at being 2019. <laughs> like, I'm tired of people, or like, if it comes time to plan a trip, if you know you broke, Stop saying I'm down because you're factored into the money. <laughs> okay, but at that point, you got to just know your friends and know your people. Well, that's true. You got to know your friends. <laughs> you got to know your friends and know your people because there are certain people I know. It's like, let's say I'm inviting people to something. There are certain people I know for sure. They'll say, okay, I'll see you or I'll get back to you. And you know 
mm-hmm. you know they're not. And it's just like, bro, like, nah, I, I already know you. If it like if it's not you know that certain person like like if it's not a fuck yes it's a no like yep it's, it's a no exactly <laughs> and I'm just like when because I'm trying to plan a trip right now and I'm like talking to my friends and we set the dates and now people doubling back on the dates I'm like yo we just talked about these fucking dates now the See. dates don't work. Christian, this is why I go on trips by myself now. <laughs> Yo, no lie. I'm about to do that. Like, resort on me. All me. <laughs> by myself. Like, I, after the first time, I'm like, oh, bet. All I got to worry about is my shit. Get my, mm-hmm. I don't got to worry about nothing else. Where there also always is, it's also good to have that, like, you know, one person who, like, is super down and one person who is always, like, a good, um, a person who is, like, always going to, be you know up for it um but at mm-hmm. the same time with us being just like adults with different schedules and stuff because sometimes it's a person who's just flaky sometimes yeah. it's the person who just uh, don't got their money together and but then sometimes it's just schedules and yeah because i know like for me i can't t- travel any <laughs> any time that the house is in session and mm-hmm. if you look at that fucking calendar it's a lot of days we in session so mm-hmm. i'm like all right that's cool but i try to like at least gauge like at least you know when i'm free like right right i I hate an old i'll see ass person that never actually checks like i can see if you go in the check and you're like damn that shit don't work all right boom but if you're like i'll see no you know i'll see i know you're not coming right i'm about to make this trip right or like people like i don't know what i'll be doing like or, I'm giving you enough time in advance so you know what you about to be doing. Those people though, it's like you're not fucking with it. You can tell, like it's just like you're not fucking because it's like, bro, I got this dope ass experience planned. Like we about to do this, you know, we gonna be lit. But that person mm-hmm. be like, mm-hmm, I don't know, or they got too many questions about who gonna be there, or too many right. questions about shit like that. It's like, bro, yeah, where am I sleeping? Right, what? Like, you gonna have a bed? <laughs> Like what? Like too many. But those people, those are people who you. That's actually a blessing that they do flake because those are people who you don't want to travel with anyway. Mm-hmm. There are certain types of people you just dead ass don't want to travel with. So if somebody's faking on money and faking oh, on finances yes. ahead of time, you already know you don't want to travel with that person because when it comes down to splitting bills and I'm mm-hmm. um, going places and like doing things and like getting food for the crib, anything like that, you know they're gonna try to like find like a scapegoat you know they're gonna try to like um try to like uh not put in what's due them so those mm-hmm. people it is a blessing when they flake when they try to do some bullshit because if by some miracle they make mm-hmm. it on a trip they just gonna make it trash for everybody else because they mm-hmm. don't want to do nothing they're gonna be like oh i only ordered a salad they're gonna be doing all of this shit <laughs> and it's just gonna make a miserable time for everybody so don't travel with broke ass people. Just don't you cannot do it. Like, travel. With don't do it. Ass. Let mm-hmm. broke people travel together if they can figure it out. Don't travel with broke. No matter how much that's your friend, and I know because I've definitely been in a position where I've been the broke friend, and I just gracefully take a step back and bow out because I'm just like, <laughs> listen, I know myself. I know what I can do right now, and I know what I can't, and I don't want to be traveling worried about pinching pennies. Right, right. I don't want right. to like be wilding necessarily or like mm-hmm. doing the most. Like I'm not trying to go to the most lavish, luxurious places, everything. But I don't want to be like inhibited 
when I go somewhere. I want to be able to like have fun and not be right. like, too, too worried. I want to do it. an excursion or two. Like, exactly. And not feel like it's a problem. Like I can't stand somebody who nickel and diamond on the trip. On like, the trip, we about like, to go do this. Nah, I ain't got it. What do you got? This is like all inclusive. You just right. can't for shit while we here. <laughs> Like you mad about tipping? Like, come on, bruh. Like, you're oh not my god! Don't get me started with those people. Oh, I paid for god. everything on the trip. You still gotta tip the niggas, like it's common currency. <laughs> I can't stand traveling from people. Oh my god! Or like I'm if this is a group and we're supposed to split costs, and then we never split the costs up. Like for me, I don't be. I'm not too pressed the first or second time. But if I realize, hold up, why am I steady charging? I'm not getting no cash yet. What's right. going on? Right. Ah. And I, right. it's not even like it's a friend. Like certain friends I know, I do something, they'll do something. It's like a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like we'll return the favor. But some of y'all ain't never returned no favor for me. Y'all ain't never did shit. You can't even give me free water. Uh, but yeah, looking at me like, yo, you got this cat? No, I don't. I do not. Mm, <laughs> see, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Or like if, say we're going to a, like a resort or something. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, okay, prime example, like a cruise. Mm-hmm. You know those excursions on a cruise be mad expensive. They're not mm-hmm. cheap. They so not. like, nah, I just came here to be on the beach. What? <laughs> that's all you came for now, granted the beach is nice but come on now I'm trying to ride a jet ski or two right <laughs> like I just don't mm-mm, I cannot do it I, you gotta know who you traveling with like I'm trying to go to the UK know. this um, Memorial Day week and I'm like yo I'm not staying in no bum ass conditions overseas right. I don't trust that shit I'm sorry like, it's one thing to go to an Airbnb in the States. You know that you're protected by certain laws. But I don't know them UK laws. So I might get there and they might hustle my ass. Yo, so I'm that scared. <laughs> so funny that you bring that up because somebody posted on, on Twitter. They were like, oh, um, when I go to Mexico, should I stay in a resort or should I do an Airbnb? <laughs> and people were like, yo. Narcos Mexico going through some stuff right now, so you might want to get be in that hotel on that resort because they're like there's like a lot of granted like human trafficking and stuff like that, kidnapping mm-hmm. stuff that happens like mm-hmm. here too. But like they having a little bit of a problem. Like, did you hear about back then? It was like I think it was sometime last year. All the tourists that got shot up on the beach in Mexico. Yes, you shot up in broad uh, day. In broad day, like so. I'm saying I'm like, listen. I know that you you know you can't. You can't figure out everything. There's no, there's no telling what could happen. You never know. But no. when it comes down to <laughs> it, I'm trying to be as safe as possible. So I surely booked a resort. Even though the Airbnbs were dumb cheap, but they're also kind of further out. But I'm mm-hmm. also like, yo, I'm going to, me being by myself, like I'm mm-hmm. a big group, maybe different, but me being by myself, I, listen, I'm going to make sure I don't. I'm going to try everything within my power to make sure I don't get kidnapped. Like, I really want someone to create, or shit, maybe I need to create this shit, like a green book for international travel for black people. Because I right, want to know where yeah. I'm I want to know where I can stay and visit another country and not look like I have three heads. Uh, yo, so I'm like, 
strongly against visiting the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a very, I'm very strongly against it. Granted, you know, Dominican people, they're black, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But they don't think they are. And they treat people of darker skin, they treat Haitians, they treat them like shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I like refuse to give them my tourism dollars, even though it's like dumb cheap. Like when I was trying to find a birthday trip, I was like, dang, DR do got some like dope looking nice right. all inclusives but i'm just like yo i can't do it because apparently and even if they blatant. treat you right it's right up to, that's what my it's mom still said she up. hated she she said she hated it when she went to putacana like she was on the bus or something like that and they was like just bad mouth in the haitians like yes they didn't it's talk to your face like yes and but then she, they were like so nice and sweet to my mom. And my right. mom's a brown skinned woman. She's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, but they I'm know not she's down with that shit. money. Like, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, bro, I can't because like it, every time I tell somebody like how I feel about like travel to Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. they always say, oh, but there's racism here. Oh, but this, oh, but that. And third, but then they tell me about something super racist that happened when they were in dr <laughs> apparently it's like these two groups of people it was like the um dominicans and the haitians and they were working at the same like they were working at the same place like the same construction site or something mm-hmm. but like they the dominicans like the lighter skin dominicans they would not be wor- working on the same thing that the haitians were working on Mm-hmm. At the same time, because they they just stood up there and like watched them work because they were like down like in like a pit or something, right? And like doing all all the work, and they just stood there and watched them until they were done. And they're all getting paid for the same job, but Mm-mm. they were just like, no, I they didn't want to be like associated or around Haitians, and it's and it's so blatant and so in front of your face, and it's just mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't want to. I'm not trying to go there especially because like you treating me all nice and everything but i know how you really feel like i don't fuck with that shit like i don't fuck with that <laughs> so yeah i won't be going to the you can catch me in haiti one of these yeah of these i would times, go to haiti, I a friend. but i wouldn't i can't really support that racist ass shit either and that goes for really all the racist ass countries that we low-key catering to black people with money like nah i ain't really fucking with none of that yeah, it's like, ugh, that's what, but yeah, you're right. The whole thing about the Green Book, the travel, because I've seen a couple YouTube videos about like better places to travel where you're like as black, because like we, we this anti-blackness shit is universal. So yes. like, let's us not forget this anti-blackness like, It's not an American you, thing. It is surely not, because if you go to India right now, they got ads for skin bleaching on the side of fucking buildings and shit. They got commercials for it all up on mm-hmm. the TV and everything. Like, let us let us not get confused. This anti-blackness shit is universal. So Yeah. And I kind of like, I, I liked what the uh, Black and Abroad people were doing. But when I looked at their stuff, it's more catering tours. Like, where is the Black people? Mm-hmm. And my thing is not where is the Black people, it's how do I do things as a Black person? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not... Re- I'm not saying that I'm not looking for black people in these spaces, like, but I'm looking for how black people can tour these places and see all the sites and get the guides, get the restaurants that we feel welcome and our money is valued. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I need. Like, I want to see that for more people because I'm just like, I get travel advice because one, I don't even know that. Well, I'm not saying I don't know, but I know a lot of black people who travel, but they usually go to like, 
you know, the Caribbean mm-hmm. or um, Mexico, things like that. I, I like to call them safe spaces because it's like, okay, you stay on the resort. It's not really like you're traveling, interacting with the native people. But you're, mm-hmm. you're going like deep abroad. Like I say, like your Africa's or your Europe's or Asia. Like mm-hmm. you're really, you really have to be immersed in that type of culture. And I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's harder to be like, all right. Um, I, my white friend told me this restaurant was good. It's like, well, okay, that's cool. I can go there. But was her experience the same as mine? Right. Or will it be the same as mine? Because it's like, I'm not getting my recommendations from people who look like me. So it's like, right. it's, it might be a different experience. And I hate to be that person, but the shit still exists. Like, racism still exists. It's not over. Right. Like, in, I don't feel 100% comfortable in all those spaces. I just don't. Right. And then, like, you see all these people who go to, <clears throat> they'll go to Asia. Mm-hmm. they'll go to like let's say china for example and then like all of these chinese people will, will be trying to take pictures with them and stuff and it's like certain people so i've seen people have two different reactions to it they mm-hmm. have a reaction to it where they're like oh ha 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 this is so funny this is so like this is so funny ha ha, ha. they they think i'm like i'm so like exotic they think i'm so cool but then there are the other people like Ayo, I'm not a zoo animal. What are you doing? <laughs> like, but you got to keep in mind, some of these people, this is their first time ever seeing a black person. Ever. That's and crazy. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I really find that shit hard to believe, yo. Like, I know that I, shit is crazy. <laughs> it's really but. crazy because when you look at, and you when you look at the concentration, even in the United States, if you look at the concentration of black people, it is very, very much just like along the east coast mm-hmm. in the south it's not even like it toward the middle it's, it's like nothing and even surprisingly enough in like cali and stuff it's still there it's not nearly as uh, densely populated as it is on the east coast so i'm just like it's really just i guess hard for me to like really wrap <laughs> my head around the whole lack of black people that are like in these other other places i knew somebody who was from Montana, and they oh said God. they didn't meet a black person until they came to DC. <laughs> and I believe them, yo. I know they're not lying to me. Like, it's, it's like you, like, never, no, you never met one, never or you never saw one. I'm trying to say, never. I've never. He said he never saw a black person until he left his family ranch in Montana and never Get looked back. Type shit. Out of you. Well, okay. Do you remember? Um, remember Ray from Rutgers? He had never seen a Jewish person until well no he didn't he didn't know that Jewish people really wore yarmulkes. <laughs> I remember he That's said that he, funny. he said he didn't know that Jewish people really wore yarmulkes. He said he thought that it was a it was a stereotype. I'm like what? A stereotype. <laughs> I have a friend who did. Um, he he was a um, a teacher in China, and he was saying basically in like the the provinces like deep in China, they really never see no black people. And they would just come up to him and like touch his dreads. See, somebody get elbowed in the throat. I ain't got time. And he would be like, yes, I'm black. (laughs) Yes, a straight I am not an ostrich. Like I'm not a peacock. I am not a parakeet. I am not an exotic ass bird. Like you, what you're not about to do. This is what you're not about to do. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so funny. Like, I just don't understand. And that's why we need to come up with the travel green book. I don't know how I'm going to get this started. Do I have to do like trial and error? <laughs> you got to get some resources from some people. You got to like talk to some people, do some, yeah, conduct, I need, some interviews, like, some research. And yeah. Like some Dr. Umar ass nigga. <laughs> like to fund my shit. Right. You need to enlist in some. I'm like, you know what? I should do that. Like start a GoFundMe. I'm trying to fund myself to create a black green book so that black people can feel comfortable traveling. I wonder right. if I get money. Probably not. Until some white person donates and then they'll be like, oh, let me hop on. Uh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I hate to talk about this, but I know I didn't put this on the agenda, but I realized this is a unfortunately a hot topic. Fucking R. Oh, Kelly. God. No. I know. I know. I, know. I thought <laughs> that we were going. I saw that it wasn't on there and I was like, oh, yay. No, R. You Kelly. Don't have to talk Just about like her piece, he comes back when you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Robert. <laughs> All uh, right. Let me just say this. Okay. I have a few topics to hit on. The first is this shit not new. <laughs> I, R. That, Kelly that is true. Has been a disgusting ass person for years. That being said, I am glad that they created this documentary. Though I do think it was a little like dramatized, which all good TV shows is. When like the music, the parent, I f- yeah, the music for sure. Oh, when the smoke in the picture, the, right? They get it credit. I was like, okay, come on, guys. Like, I, I, her, like they, his wife's look of distress. She's like, yes, R. Kelly, I'm a victim. I'm like, yeah. Surviving R. Kelly. All right. All right. All right. All right. I feel them. (laughs) Please don't get it twisted. I do feel bad for all the victims of R. Kelly. But they did make that shit drunk. Like, straight drunk. Bruh. (laughs) The editing, the... Like, no, but the smoke in, like, the news article. The smoke. That shit was kind of like... It was so scary. I was like, "Yo, he looks like a villain. I was like, oh, they, 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 they took it there, took it there. I'm like, it, yo, R. Kelly really looks like a fucking villain. Like, I'm afraid of I him. Mean, I mean, I mean, he is. Took long <laughs> enough. Because, like, but I will say about it not being new, I will make a quick comment on that. Mm-hmm. So, when a lot of the shit was going down, I was, like, eight. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> um, so, I think that some of the people who were saying like, oh, y'all should have been new this, y'all been new this. But I feel like it's different being like older, being able to process, being more aware of Mm -hmm. um, everything that actually went down. Because when a lot of this stuff was in the news, Mm -hmm. we weren't really like cognizant or aware or able to process the full gravity of what was going on. Additionally, when things were like presented to us, Mm -hmm. They were like, it was in the guys like a joke. So like the, um, the Dave Mm -hmm. Chappelle, like the boondocks, like South Park, they weren't presented as jokes. So it, it, it was more of like a laugh and like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. It's just like some weird, into some weird stuff. Not, oh, this This is is a a zero. Right. Like it's exactly like it wasn't, that was actually 14 at the time. 14 at the time. Yeah. And I don't think that that was conveyed. And then I think, so I think that um, 
it being presented in this way because this is it's being presented in a different way than we've seen it before right exactly so um but like having the actual because we didn't have like victims we didn't have like victims speaking right we didn't hear like their side and like what hear about what they actually went through it's like oh we heard like oh yeah r kelly like pissed on somebody on camera I never saw that video. Right. Um, and, and then the whole Aaliyah thing, I remember being, them, the whole uh, marriage license that was published in like Jet or Ebony's, one of those magazines. And I remember like knowing about that, but I didn't know about that like age gap. I wasn't like very much aware of that going on again. Like mm-hmm. I was born in 1992. Right. So, right. Um, but yeah, being presented in this way, it like, I think it actually brought, some like first of all it brought the vic the victim the survivors rather and mm-hmm. um it like made us really like listen to their stories and right what they went through um and it put a face to them because i feel like a lot of times it's so easy to say that somebody like oh she making this up or she just out for a mm-hmm. chair she's this but then when they're telling their stories it's it's different. It, it, yeah. it like feels different. It's like it is it is presented in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. That's able for people to people to emphasize empathize. Sorry, empathize. Yeah, um, and just like piggybacking on what you said, like it's kind of like I don't remember the sixteen year old part being the negative part, like. It is never that. It's like right. you know, R. Kelly is peeing on women. <laughs> That's what makes this weird. right. Exactly. That's like, what it, exactly. It's like oh, you know, he liked them young girls. Da da da. It was never like a okay. He's a pedophile. Like right. I feel like in that era. And correct me if I'm wrong. Like, but like being 16 and being seen as a grown ass woman was like a thing in the 90s. I felt like, and I don't know if it was just my perception of it. But then when I would look at, like, the Aaliyahs and the Beyonce's, I'm like, these are grown-ass women. But I think we thought that because we were children. <laughs> so yeah, we that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, I guess maybe it's, like, my age, but I'm like, oh, yeah, this is grown-ass woman. She's 15. Her parents probably said it was okay. Like I didn't. I think it's, like, because, like, I don't know. I know with the whole Aaliyah thing, I wasn't really, like, super... Because what, what year was that? Was that was like 97? Yeah, I don't even remember that. I just remember it coming up when she died. I was like, oh, yeah, she did marry R. Kelly. That's I remember <laughs> just hearing like something maybe on the rate, like about a marriage license being published in a magazine. That's mm-hmm. all I knew, but I didn't know like details or anything. And they were like, um, oh, that's that, it's a lie. She didn't really marry him. Right. It, was like, yeah, uh, it wasn't a lie. <laughs> he yeah, he actually did marry him. Yeah, I remember that being like a whole lot of back and forth um, about that. And then as far as the, I just, like, I really think, I don't know what is the best course of action for his discography is. Like, I think he should be thrown in jail. When I think of like the music and shit, I'm like, yo, that's a lot of music we're going to have to cancel that he was just involved in. All right, all right, all right, all right. So here's my take. Here's my take because somebody asked, like, oh, are you playing R. Kelly's, R. Kelly's music? No. May I probably be listening to some music that he wrote? Probably <laughs> because 
I'm really not researching if you wrote it or not. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like, I guess there are certain songs that are like, I, but there are probably songs out there that I have no idea were written by R. Kelly. Just like, I don't know who wrote. There are a lot of songs that are performed <laughs> by people and I have no idea who wrote them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm like contagious. Like, we can't sing that song no more. And we sing every part. Like, bro, <laughs> we can't. It's like, but we just gonna skip over his joint just to be silent. Honestly, <laughs> when I was listening, because like uh, I think some some Jay Z and R. Kelly song came on my came on. This was before the documentary and everything, and I already started to face like when Ignition came. I remember I was playing my playlist and Ignition came on. I was like, I can't even do this. I right. I was like, I can't even do this. Just think, but, they used to play him at every Rutgers party. Right. That's how you know the slow I set know. was starting. And. Right. And um, so I was like, but then I think a Jay-Z song that featured R. Kelly came on and I had a moment. I was like, oh, shit. I got to <laughs> skip this one, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, skip. Because like, I don't want to give like, him no money. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm just like, uh, I, uh, I can't. It's like, I fuck can't. R. Kelly. But damn, why, you, why were you so talented, you beast? Right. I think the one that probably hurt me the most is like, first of all, I used to be stepping in the name of oh, love. Oh, man. girl was stepping in the name of love. Now it's like, it had these I, people. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. This, that's fucking crazy. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yo, this man was a it's like, all he, I think everybody should just do remakes of his shit and not pay him no royalties. Hmm. <laughs> Chris Brown, where you at? This might, <laughs> like this may be. And just say answer. fuck you, okay? We're not paying this shit, but it's a great ass song. I'm gonna sing that shit. <laughs> Granted, I'm like, damn, yeah. It's kind of just one of them things, though. It's like, I mean, we kind of like the bill. I feel like, like I feel awkward it. watching the Cosby Show now. I yeah, I, I feel you, yo. Because and I and I used I to watch it. that shit all the time. Right, I used to watch it all the time. I can't tell you the last time I watched an episode of the Cosby Show. I feel and like that used mad to weird. Shit. I'm like, yo, that nigga is a gynecologist, yo. This is <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, I cannot deal with this. So I'm like, that's okay. why the thing about listening, <laughs> and that's the thing about listening to R. Kelly's music. Now it's like you just thinking about like he's making this music about children. Ugh. This is wild. Like this is wild. So, yeah. And then the whole, not even to mention the whole, because, like, the pedophile thing is one thing. The whole weird sex cult. I yes! And you got them peeing in buckets? Like, what's wrong Bruh. with you, Slime? Like, this is wild. Your wife is asking you, can she get some food? Right. Like, Bruh. and I just, I, I can see how easily you could get manipulated if you had a weak mind. For sure. Thinking that's all like you could do. I get it. And like, at a, I'm, I was trying to figure out how to frame this in a way that's not really disrespectful to the survivors. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very much like t- he, he targeted a specific type of young girl slash woman mm-hmm. like he, he targeted a very specific because like the whole thing with the whole like when when sparkle in the documentary when sparkle was saying like yeah you know he wasn't about to do me like that he wasn't about to treat me like that okay you're right he wasn't you were but he was going to get your niece 
Listen, so you was talking all this big shit. That's that was a little bit of And he plotted on that. He was he probably plotted. like, all right, sparkle. I got like, your ass. Bro, they had pictures with it meant like the the basketball game and shit. Mm-hmm. Like pictures like the girl talking about she lied to their parents, making them seem like, yo, we all friends. R. Kelly knew what he was doing. And he, he didn't give a fuck about now. Sparkle at all. Like, that was low-key terrible. Like, and that's what predators do. I know certain predators that prey on, like, types of women. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say they, like, are Kelly bad, but they damn sure right. close. <laughs> right. And you could tell, like, the girl they play on may be insecure. Yep. May not have everything going for herself. Mm-hmm. But she probably thinks, like, yo... You're literally the best thing that could ever happen to me. Right. So I'm going to keep this thing no matter what. But I'm here to tell you, you could do better than that shit. Mm-hmm. Like the one girl sister said, like, how do you go from using a toilet to using a bucket? Right. Like, right. you don't even realize how far you're gone. Like, you really could use a, a toilet, but you'd rather use a bucket because this man tells you that you that's what you deserve. It's so, it's so backwards. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like <clears throat> this goes also back to the like mental mental health mm-hmm. and just like mental wellness um, that we were talking about earlier. Because you have to be, and again, I'm really trying to frame this in a way that's not disrespectful to survivors, but you have to be in a very certain state of mind to be able to be manipulated like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like they definitely, like, prey on, like, people who are, like, down. Because because that's the thing. We had conversation from the parents. And, like, one of the parents said, like, oh, yeah, she was in a really dark place. But they didn't elaborate. They didn't go into detail mm-hmm. on what it was. And then I'm like, oh, what about the other parents? Were any of the other parents probably, like, withholding some information? Like, what else was going on that right. we just not privy to? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. I can see how easily it could happen. Like, <laughs> like... I feel like one, I'm not going to say that it's like a person with a totally weak mind, but if someone knows how to play on your type of, I can say weaknesses, mm-hmm. that's where, yeah. that's where it's, it's, it goes. Cause I, right. you could probably play the most confident person if you know what makes them cringe. Like, right. Right. But I just feel like, when it came to this R. Kelly shit, he, he like he, they said that he used his fame, he used his ego, he used yeah. all the shit that he's done. Like and all the these careers people, he's supposed to flourish, but none of them are famous. Right. Like, I'm a little concerned. Like, how is this a thing? I can help wow. you get to the top. Man, you ain't had a hit in years for real. We get you I, still pawning on that, man. Right. And also, where does where the single like they in the studio? Where they at? What are they doing? Right. What they, what in the bed. Right. They said he had certain women in dark rooms. Bruh. Waiting. Just waiting to basically have sex with him when he come in the room. That and is... that that's it. That's what it is. But he played preyed on these women. And I feel bad for them because like you really have to be in a certain mental state to like be so far gone. Right. And it's just like, for me, like seeing this and seeing how men do that. Well, people in general, I'm not even going to say women can be abusive too, 
but for sure just like abusers mm-hmm. when they prey on that it's like mm, i don't know if i'm really like too keen on that but the r kelly shit i'm very disgusted i'm all for muting his ass I'm not, and not only am I disgusted, I'm disgusted, and then, like, I'm disgusted at the people who are caping for this man. Like, mm-hmm. I had to cancel, I had to block, granted, nobody in my circle, circle, like, nobody who I really, really, truly, um, mm-hmm. truly, like, bang with ha- has been on the, like, Team R. Kelly train, but I, there are a couple people, side-eyeing some people from high school, people who want to blame the girls, blame mm-hmm. teenage girls, I'm talking about some, oh, but when y'all was in high school, y'all was um, oh god getting in the cars with twenty two year old men. I'm like that still wasn't okay. Do you realize that? Do <laughs> you realize that that's still <laughs> right? You say that's fucked up. You know that. Do you realize that still was not okay because that shit was weird and that nigga was like creepy. Because like, what is a grown ass man wanting with a high school girl? Because please, like you, we know we know what a grown ass man would want with a high school girl. Yeah, okay? Ew. we know. Ew nasty and like come on let's like let's let's use and our brains also the people they always trying to attack the black man when he oh, got this going oh my, my, oh my god. god and then completely ignoring the fact that his his victims were black women <laughs> right but nobody give a fuck about us right Get the fuck out of my face. And ain't so nobody say nothing about Harvey Weinstein. I'm Bruh. like, what are you talking about? Yes, they people, did. People totally said stuff about Harvey Weinstein. What are you, what do you mean? It, you are, that goes to, on to talk about like black people who don't watch the news. Like, Bruh. They just <laughs> if y'all watch. only watch the shade room, of course it's going to seem like we only attack it R. Kelly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Bruh. Bruh. Deadass. If your only source of news is the fucking shade room and baller alert. Oh, world star hip hop. And we're oh, let us not forget <laughs> the OG. World star. Like, come on. Don't I'm like, come on now. Like, what? Are you really is this really about to be your argument? Like, yeah. Right? Like, come on. Oh my god. Yeah, I ain't never seen him say this about Harvey Weinstein. I'm oh, can't hear you. Hello? You're muted. Can't hear you. Oh, oh my bad. I'm go. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yo, you know what it is. Like, yeah, so I guess, <sighs> I guess we can wrap up this <laughs> this episode. Oh, my gosh. Uh. <laughs> I just, we I hate it. I really thought. I really thought we were going to be able to not talk about R. Kelly today, but yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate. I had to bring him up, <laughs> but we are canceling that nigga. We ain't got nothing good to say about him. He's trash. I'm hurt that I can't sing because Cages. I hope y'all do remakes and steal all his royalties so I can sing those songs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we gonna hop into what's bothering us. Um. I could go first if you yeah, want. Yeah, you go but, first because I'm like, okay. like hmm, hmm. Okay. What's bothering me is people using their mental health issues as I was saying, I don't like, and I, let me put this disclaimer out. This is not in any way to attack those individuals who are battling mental health issues and going through trying to figure out what's wrong with them. But for the people who know, like, if you know you got anxiety or you know you got depression, 
or you know you got X, Y, Z thing and you're not doing the necessary steps, like you're not taking your medicine, you just wilding, but you using that as an excuse for you to be an asshole, fuck you, it doesn't. <laughs> like, no, I'm sorry. And I'll be the first to admit that shit. Like, I'm tired of people using, man, I just get overwhelmed or I have anxiety as a crutch. And you're not doing shit about that. Mm. So you think everybody else has to pick up your slack because you're having a fucking bad day. Well, I'm here to break it to you. A lot of people have anxiety and a lot of people get overwhelmed. But some of us have to tough through that shit. And especially somebody who knows that they are battling this thing. Like, I think it's very manipulative as a way for you to not have to deal with your shit and force other people to have to pick up the pieces. And I'm tired of that shit. That is no longer an excuse for me. And yeah, that's what's bothering me. (laughs) Okay. That might have been a light. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just really sick of that shit. Like, yo, like, goddamn. Essentially, it's like, seek help and don't expect other people to, like, fix what you got going on if you're not trying to meet anybody halfway. God helps those who help themselves. Right. Like, you telling me every day, you just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. Well, what the fuck do you know? Like, if I don't know something, I have to go find the answer. Nobody's going to tell me this. And the fact that you are dependent on me to tell you X, Y, Z and do it for you, because you're used to people just saying, oh, okay. they doing it for you because they feel bad. But it's like, nah, nigga, I'm not feeling bad for your ass no more. I'm sick of that shit. And I'm a very sensitive person, but I just feel like some people be milking the cow with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't gonna get no joy. I'm depressed. But yet, I want to pay. You want me to pay all your bills. So who the fuck, like, if I wasn't here, who gonna pay? Hmm? I can't do this because I'm I'm just feeling like down in the dumps. So if I wasn't here, who won't do it? <laughs> or it's like it's the people like that. You just gotta like if you know any like type of resources, you could put forth some. But mm-hmm. they, at the end of the day, they gotta they gotta do the work. Yep. <sighs> But I guess we have to know what's bothering you now. <laughs> I know okay. I was like fully loaded. Oh, <laughs> what was mine? I just I just thought about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's bothering me is people, and I kind of spoke of this earlier, but this has really just been bothering me. People who really just want to put other people down for mm. no reason, like I get to make themselves feel better, to make themselves feel like they're the shit, to make I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's like always just mad about what other people are doing that doesn't affect Mm -hmm. them whatsoever. It's like, why are you so mad about that? I don't understand. Why are you letting that, why are you letting that frustrate you? And why are you trying to like, why are you talking down on this person and what they want to do? 
so badly. It is not affecting you in the least bit. Mind right. your damn business. Mind your damn business. Like, because mm -hmm. we don't need you spewing negativity just for the fuck of it. Like, some yeah. people here enjoying just because they enjoy something. They doing something that they like. They happy about what they have and what they're able to do for themselves. But mm -hmm. you're like, mm, that really ain't shit. Or, mm, why they doing that? Mm, I can't be like y'all. Mm. It's like, bro, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> ah! Or like people who just be hating for no reason. Like, for no reason. <laughs> None. Be like, yo, like I like, I don't know. Like, for me, it's like levels to hate. I'll I ain't gonna lie. There's times when I'm like, I'll see somebody that I know doing some shit. And I'm like, oh, man, look at this nigga doing this shit. <laughs> but it's like, it's more of like me, I'm laughing at them as a way to be like, yo, that's really some dope shit, but I think it's funny that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. But I know some people who real life will like want to not see somebody shine, like, and I'm like, right. yo, what is up with you? Like, this ain't even your field. Why do you care if they succeeding? Yeah, man, fuck that nigga. He was some shit back in the day. Like, why you oh still laughing on some shit that happened in 2003? <laughs> nigga, it's, it's 2019. Like how people we like went to school would be talking about academics. Oh, yo, that's what I'm saying. Y'all let that man live, please. <laughs> the man made it. Remember, right, we believed it or not back then. He made right, it. he made it. Like let him, let him, let him rock, y'all. Like he rock. still owe me some swipes though. So if you hear this, right. owe me some swipes, bro. <laughs> but like, like I said, like academics is a prime example of this. Right. Cause like, yo, as much as y'all wanted to hate on that man, he made it. So let him make it. <laughs> and also, I really need my Rutgers brethren and sistren to stop bringing up that time he broke into rock off every time oh this man my do any, gosh yes. every time this man do it is, is, is like highlighted and all when he was in that on that show with um what was that everyday struggle mm -hmm. was that was that when he was on that it'd be like oh he used to steal my cereal out of my it's something i'm like ayo come on like come on let, like, let come on now let him shine let like. him shine yo let uh, you know he used to steal uh, laptops, and y'all right. know his real name. I'm like, right. let that man live. <laughs> let that man live. Like, let, let that man live. live. But I feel that way about so many people that, like, well, not so many people that have made it, but I just see people, like, just going on them. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yo, why are y'all mad at certain people's success? Right. <laughs> I just, me personally, I just don't got no hate in my blood, so... If I know you, like, or even if I knew you, I don't even, Loki, I don't even be hating on Jewels in them when they little parties. Like, do what y'all doing. <laughs> Yo, yeah, do what y'all doing. Will I be there? No. Right. <laughs> will I say, like, hey, actually, that shit look like, like some lit shit. Okay, right. cool. But there's real life people be like, ugh, look at that nigga. <laughs> like, right, like, ugh. Because it's like, first of all, why are you still holding on to... I personally don't got no grudge. I'm, well, maybe just one grudge, and you know this grudge that I'm still holding on to from college, <laughs> from high school. No, like I, don't, I ain't got time. Like I ain't got time, and I, I don't even be the queen of holding grudges, yo. I mm -hmm. would be like, fuck it, I'll hold a grudge for fucking ever until I'm in my <laughs> grave. But now I'm just like, I, ain't, I ain't got time. I literally don't even really remember the people I didn't like. Like, that's how much I cared about them. Oh, why like, remember them niggas? <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all are such not on my level. Like, I, I'm, and I'm not trying to sound cocky or conceited, but I'm just like, none of y'all can touch me, bro. 
<laughs> like anybody I was beefing with in the past, none of y'all can touch me. So I just feel like well, I wouldn't even give you time to acknowledge you, to be honest. But some people be really harping on shit in the past. Like, oh, I remember when that nigga used to go on me in high school. Like, what? High school? Like, what? You want to talk about high, high school? school? <laughs> like, like, I don't even, I can't even tell ago. you who I sat with at lunch for real. Like, I can, but I'm like, it's so distant to me that I just, like, that holds no weight for real in my life. And I just, I really, I don't know. I just think people need to let their homie shine. <laughs> right. <laughs> it gets too deep. But thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful. As you know, you were joined here with Chris Cash and... And Iris. <laughs> I, need, yeah. I feel like I need one more syllable. Like Maybe we'll give you like a... <laughs> um, a nickname for the podcast. Oh, okay. I think I have one. All right. We're going to talk about this offline. We'll see if it works. Because <laughs> <laughs> soon we got some big things coming. We're going to plan out some more branding for the um, Young, Black, and Beautiful podcast. Soon, one of these days, Iris and I will actually get together and take some dope-ass pics. Right. So you can tell that we're actually friends in real life. Right. We got to, oh, we needed to pull up one of them throwbacks from the 10 years Oh, ago. yeah, we <laughs> could do this. <laughs> like, on our way to a student center party. Right. I know exactly which picture. I know. I, I feel like I know which picture, too. Yeah. Am I wearing glasses? No. No, there's okay. one where we wore all black. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I had on a blue shirt. I had on a blue striped shirt. And I think you had on some like floral or something. I know I had one picture where I had some cheetah shoes. And <laughs> yes. Yes. I had like some Mary J. Blige sunglasses. <laughs> I think I know. Yeah, we got to look at the archive. Yeah, yes, we're going to drop think. one for y'all so y'all can right. see how, we, how fresh we used to come. Uh, <laughs> uh, fresh. <laughs> it was relative. But yeah, right. so thanks for tuning in, guys. We hope to hear from you soon. Ooh.